Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Z. And you're watching Bomb Deep. <laughs> you can't watch a podcast. You're listening to Disney Channel. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> So today we are going to be discussing Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off on this third episode of Bomb Decoms, um, quite possibly one of the best Disney Channel original movies ever, nay I suggest one of the best movies ever. I think you can suggest that. I think so. On rewatch, I forgot how amazing this movie was. It really holds up to this day. Yeah, it's really aged well. Got some good lessons there still. It's just a quality movie overall. It is. So this movie was written by Jack Jason, Rick, what? Blitzelberger? Bitzelberger. Bitzelberger. Yeah, he's Jewish. Daniel... Berenstain? Berenstain. It's the Berenstain Bears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like the Mandela effect where everybody thinks it's like Berenstain, but it's like Berenstain or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all thought those bears were Jewish. Uh, So, Daniel Berenstain Bears. Uh, It was directed by Paul Hohen, and it's starring Mark L. Taylor as Mr. Ogden, Taylor Ball as Eddie Ogden, Rose McIver as Hannah, Orlando Brown as Frankie, Riley McClendon as DB, Kylie Layden as Bridget, and Nancy Lenahan as Mrs. Hadley or uncredited teacher <gasps> on IMDb. Wait, really? They really played her like that. <sighs> Man, She's actually her. listed as an uncredited teacher. Wait, who's DB? I forget this person. DB's the short, angry one. Oh, yes, I remember. I thought yeah. his name was JB. That's why I was confused. Oh. But now I understand. J and D don't even sound similar. <laughs> I don't know anyone named DB. That's why I was thrown off. I that's know true. DW. No. Oh, I was going to say you know a DB, but it's JB. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's, yeah. I, I get it now. That's I get it now. Confused. I get it now. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what you might know these people from Mark L. Taylor was also Mr. Fulton from High School Musical 2. One of the greatest roles, Wait, I think. Who's Mr. Fulton? <gasps> Z. Oh my god, I don't remember. <laughs> Mr. Fulton is the one who's in charge of the country club. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's he's like Sharpay's like slave. Yeah, exactly. Yes, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Ball uh, was basically in nothing besides this movie. Poor guy. Uh, Rose McIver, <laughs> uh, aka fake cheerleader in this movie. <laughs> Um, she wasn't in a lot, I don't think, around this time, but she is in iZombie now, I believe. Oh, she's like the zombie girl, like yeah. the zombie girl. I don't watch the show, so I don't know. DeLaundry used to watch it. Uh, shout out to DeLaundry, who yeah. definitely doesn't listen to this. Yeah, what a bitch. <laughs> uh, Orlando Brown, we, you we obviously know, know him, you know, know him. Uh, Riley McClendon was also in Buffalo Jeans, which was a great Disney Channel original movie, but I honestly forget the whole plot now that I think about it. Um, is Buffalo Dreams, like, on a farm in upstate New York? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm pretty sure there are, like, actual <laughs> buffalo in it. I thought they were just being like, we're in New York, it's <laughs> Buffalo, we have dreams. <laughs> Do people in Buffalo have dreams? No, it's too cold. <laughs> they all died. It's too cold to have dreams. Yeah. 
<laughs> it is too cold to have dreams, as we can confirm right now, because it's cold outside. It's fucking awful. Kylie Layden was also in Nothing Else, but, like, literally in Nothing Else. If you look her up, IMDb, she was in nothing besides this you know movie. what that's so sad because i loved bridget yeah bridget was the best character besides she, uh besides the home ec teacher obviously oh this okay this movie was in 2003 what year was mean girls i want to say like 2004 like or the five. year after right yeah okay we clearly missed some casting here because bridget could have been in that shit i think she might have been too young oh yeah you're right because she's playing in, she's playing an eighth grader she's here. definitely too young yeah. because she was her actual age is probably 15. And yeah. you have to be at least like 20. 20 to be Maybe a, 25. To be able to play a teenager. It's true. <laughs> um, and then Nancy Lenahan, who plays the home ec teacher, she literally has guest starred on every single show that has ever existed in like the entire world. If you look up her IMDb page, it's just like you're scrolling for days. Does she. she- what does she guest star as? Like any like kind of sitcom or like literally anything. Like she was on How I Met Your Mother. She was on like shows all the way back in the eighties. Like, uh, is she like the resident home ec teacher though? Like in all these shows? Um, she definitely has. She's definitely like typecast probably as like a sweet like lady. Yeah. Right. Right. That's so um, true. but yeah, she's been on a bunch of different shows. Hmm. So go look up our uh, IMDb page if you're feeling bored. It will take you an hour to go through it nice okay so plot overview eddie ogden is a 14 year old teenager at cedar valley high school playing baseball for the groundhogs coached by his father while the groundhogs suck as a team eddie is a star player he is also a star at making his famous eddie dogs which basically is just a hot dog version of the kitchen sink sunday if you've ever had one you've never had it so a kitchen sink sunday is like everything but the kitchen sink so it's like a sunday with everything on it uh but the kitchen i see sink. i understand yeah um his father wants eddie to win a scholarship for his baseball skills which is literally every father's dream in disney channel original movies honestly though like good thought process though like i mean it's i mean a little, it is the, the parents are always super shady about it but it's yeah. not like a bad thing to bring up to your kids they just do it in like the worst way possible it's not but like it's a weird goal for them to have because i feel like you can also get an academic scholarship I know. Why is and like what if you are these kids just too dumb like what like what if they get injured then like all that work is for nothing and now they suck at school and they can't even get into college because they're dumb yeah and also they start way too early like yeah. double team they were freshmen this kid's not even in high school yet he's in eighth give grade give him a break it's crazy yeah okay so eddie likes baseball but one day he discovers the food network channel and is literally mesmerized i have to say i like personally relate to eddie because i would come home from school in the fifth grade and we didn't have cable or like netflix or anything so i had a couple channels and i would sit my ass down and watch 40 dollars day with rachel ray and all those other good things and oh wow rachel, rachel ray was, like, my homie what a throwback. I feel like I've read that Rachel Ray isn't even a good cook. She's just, like, the face for people who make, like, mediocre recipes. I know, and I feel that so <laughs> hard. I can, so but, I mean, hard. I guess if Rachel Ray can do it, we can do it. That's why I liked her. I was like, this is whatever. It's great. Good on you, Rachel Ray. Um, so when the time comes to sign up for electives, Eddie's friends want to sign up for computer science, but Eddie wants to join the class as well until he sees the home economics classroom. 
He tricks his friends, D.B. and Frankie, into signing up with him, so they all end up in home act together. Eddie and his friends goof around in class and get into trouble frequently, but then Eddie learns of a million-dollar cook-off. He signs up secretly, afraid of what his friends and family will think. He creates recipes in secret and finds inspiration for a new recipe from a concoction created during a food fight. I would just like to take a minute to point out that there are two food fights in this movie, but so many more are mentioned. Yeah, they like go through a list of like five of them when they have that first food fight. Yeah. How many food fights have these children seen? And they all have like names, like the spaghetti frenzy or like okay. the sloppy Joe yeah. throwdown. I also, don't even know. Was in, like second grade, what? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like I, there was one food fight that I could have experienced in high school, but didn't because I skipped school to finish homework. Uh, well, did you do the um, remember that orientation thing, the like color wars bullshit? That's not food. That's paint. But they didn't, they didn't give us any food for that one? No. They did in high school, sorry. In, um, oh, yeah, at your boarding school, yeah, which is had, basically college. We had the same exact thing, but they gave us, like, eggs and pies and a bunch of gross shit. And That's it was, so fun. It was super fucking fun. Damn, Honestly, yeah, so you sad. Go, you should go get a food fight. <gasps> business idea there should just be a place where you can have food fights oh like that's like the new axe throwing is like a food fight you heard it here first the new axe throwing we're copywriting it right now (laughs) food fight business is ours nobody steal it oh my god so we had the food fight and then um oh so a real recipe yeah yeah he doesn't know you have to like use measurements and things yeah, this insane. was also a weird part because Eddie was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to send him, like, a jar of my sauce. Good enough. And then he doesn't realize that he, like, also has to send, like, a recipe. If it weren't for Bridget, Eddie would not have made it. Yeah, actually, shout out to Bridget. Because, yeah. like... I mean, she unintentionally helped him. I think if she knew that she was helping him, she, she wouldn't, wouldn't have. have. no. But unintentionally, go Bridget. Go Bridget. Um, so when Eddie's teacher announces the, uh, to the class who's in the finals, everyone is shocked that Eddie actually entered and won. Uh, as a result, he is teased and humiliated relentlessly by his friends and the kids around school, as well as his brothers. My favorite part is when kids are, like, literally pointing and laughing at him. Ha, ha, ha. Like, you know, these extras know, are, like... the director was, <laughs> yeah. like, disappointed and laughed, and they were, like, are you serious? And, and like, these extras are 12-year-old kids, and they're, like, I can do that. I can do that better than anybody else can. Yeah. Uh... But shout out to Orlando Bloom for holding it down. He Orlando never... Brown. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that guy from Rise of the Caribbean was actually in this movie. Yeah, Orlando Bloom is secretly. Shout out to shout out to Eddie from That's So Raven. Yeah. I don't know his real name. So Eddie starts spending more time on cooking and less on baseball. So when his father learns of the cook-off, he is extremely disappointed. Eddie repeatedly switches between cooking and baseball as he struggles to decide between pleasing his father and pursuing his dream. In the process, he is laughed at and humiliated by nearly everyone, loses all of his friends except for Hannah, who understands what it is like to not be able to live up to their parents' expectations. Yeah, she's that fake cheerleader stuff. Yeah. As it turns out, the day of the baseball finals and the day of the cook-off are the same, leaving Eddie to make the choice to please his father or follow his dreams. Eddie stops by the building where the competition is being held, only to find that his idol and twin, Bobby Flay, is hosting. Should we reveal it now? We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait, We'll build guys. some suspense. We're coming back. Uh, ultimately, Eddie goes to the game, but can't concentrate. 
Seeing the state he is in, his friends finally accept that he loves cooking and tell him to go to the cook-off and let them win on their own for once. While his friends are now behind him, Eddie and his mom go to the cook-off, leaving his father stunned by his decision. He arrives an hour late and has no one to help him, but he is determined to try his best. His friends watch the cook-off on a portable television in the dugout and see that Eddie is struggling as he has less time and no one to help. After hearing this and seeing Hannah's mom finally supporting her, his father purposely gets himself kicked out of the game to help Eddie. Okay. Yeah, so unnecessary. This like plot, This is almost as bad as the double team plot point. Well, this at least makes sense. Is it, makes it sense. extra? Yes, it's but so it extra. does make sense. He literally could have just left. He didn't need to uh, put dirt on the umpire's shoes. Like, that was just so mean. I know. That was unnecessary, and also that umpire was like a foot taller than him. Yeah. But the umpire was also, like, pretty nice. Um, yeah. Overall. He was, like, pretty understanding until, you know... Until you started kicking dirt at him. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. It's understandable. Yep. He had a lot of patience. Eddie's dad goes and helps him. Yeah, so... Yeah, Eddie's dad goes to the cook-off to help Eddie. And Eddie is surprised by this, but his father proves to be a huge help. Together, the two manage to complete the cook-off just in time, but Eddie does not win. However, Bobby privately admits to Frankie that he did thought that Eddie did the best. Eddie's father now supports him wholeheartedly and comforts him, telling him no matter what he does, he will support him from now on. Eddie's brothers even show up and finally support him after seeing the cook-off on TV. Eddie's team wins without him, thanks to his best friend, DB, who JB. finally... JB, who finally <laughs> hits the ball. It's actually DB, I'm sorry. <laughs> Eddie and his friends go to celebrate at his house, and Eddie's cooking rival, Bridget, who won the cook-off, comes to and seems uh, happy to share her trophy with Eddie. The end. It's a good movie. It was a good movie. Made me very happy. You know, there's just, there's just a lot of good points being made in this movie. There are a lot of good quotes. And like, it's surprisingly not really corny. No. For being a decom movie. I mean, obviously they have to be a little corny, but not, not a... Not that corny, honestly. Yeah, I feel like it kind of breaks, like, the typical Disney Channel original movie mold. Like, it's not like a put it in and, like, turn it out. Like, this one had, like, some different aspects to it. There was some character development. Yeah. You never see that. Yeah. So, really overall, good. And also, um, I'm really glad that this movie addressed toxic masculinity. Um, It's the original Gillette commercial. So true. Hashtag men are trash. Sorry, it's actually, I don't say that. I think that. Uh, I don't think that's the. I don't think that's what you're supposed to get out of it. Uh, no, I was just thinking, I was thinking about that art exhibit we were at recently. Oh yeah, we went to the Guggenheim last weekend, and we saw um, what was her name? Hi, uh, Hilda, Hilma, Hilma, Hilma off, Clint. Uh, she Maddie was a. When she hears <laughs> I'm sorry, Maddie. Hilma off Clint. She is a Swedish artist. She had a lot of mystic stuff and occultism and some science in her stuff. Yeah, she did some seances. She talked to some dead people. Hung out with her sisters. Not her actual sisters. She had like, like a her club dead with a sisters. bunch of women. And oh, they... wait, no. They're, her sisters are alive. <laughs> the people they talk to are dead. Yeah. We're um, really off track. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll take it back. <laughs> anyway, if you're in New York, go to the Guggenheim. It was a good exhibit. It was really good, yeah. But yeah, so this is definitely one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, my friend Jackie and I used to have cook-offs in her garage um, because we were so inspired by this movie. We would get like basically crackers and fruit and be like, what can we make out of it? 
Did you make crackers and fruit sandwiches? Yeah, exactly. God damn it. Was it open-faced? <laughs> well, so I would always go for, like, the presentation uh, of yeah, it. You yes. know, I would, like, cut up the fruit. I would, like, put it on the crackers. And then my friend was, like, a lot more experimental. She would, like, crush up the crackers and crush up the fruit and, like, mix it together. And it'd be, Ooh, like it'd be gross, but, like... Like a parfait. But, but like, she tried. Nice. Um, so that's fine. Also, I loved your synopsis of the movie before we even watched it. You literally said, so he cooks with Fruit Loops and his dad teaches him how to crack an egg with one hand and he plays baseball. How could I forget that? That's exactly what happened. Though. You literally said that. You forgot that he played baseball, even though that's literally half of the movie. And also, the logo that was on the screen was literally a baseball field. I just remember the Fruit Loops and the egg. Oh my God. <laughs> You are the worst. Um, but every time I crack eggs. Yeah, every time we crack egg eggs, we think top. about. Because I actually can crack an egg with one hand. Must um, be nice. I'm talented like that. You know, learned it from Bobby Fly um, and Eddie's dad. This is, these are all <laughs> not true. <laughs> um, but we did very much enjoy the diversity on the team. You know, true. they got one of everything. They had an Asian girl, they had a white girl, they had a black guy, guy and then they had a short white guy, they had another short white guy, a third a short white guy. They had the two fat twins, oh, Dumb and yeah. Dumber. <laughs> Tweedledee and, uh, and Tweedledum. And then they had uh, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie was like his own weird thing. Yeah. He was just Eddie. Oh, and then there was the other coach. Oh, yeah. There was uh, Eddie's dad, who's obviously white. And yeah. then the other coach was black. He was chill. I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. There was also a great hot dog selection at the snack bar, and I was very jealous. And they were really good prices, too. They were like yeah, $2 they had a really for like. good selection, and, and I was the hot very dogs were impressed. so big. They looked amazing. They looked really good. And they looked so good, in fact, that we made our own Eddie dogs. Own Eddie and they dogs. were so good. Check out our Instagram at bomb.decoms to see a picture of the hot dog because dreams are coming true. We still have all that bullshit, don't we? Yeah, we still have a lot of hot dogs. I'm going to make some more Eddie dogs. Not, like, at this moment in time, but just before shit starts expiring. Hopefully. Yeah, I forgot that we had hot dogs. Yeah, me too. I feel like we do this a lot. We, like, want something, and then we make it, and then we have all the leftovers, <laughs> and then we don't eat it, and then we throw it out. We never touch it. We're terrible people. Yeah, we are. Oh, another good quote from Z while we were watching this movie. <laughs> you said, you're telling me that Eddie is the only good one on the team, and he doesn't even want to play? They suck. I mean, accurate description. Accurate description of the ground dogs. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah, and in the first game, Disney was so lazy that they couldn't think of a good name for the other team. The other team was literally called The Players. Not even The Players, it just said Players. Like, I'm sorry, are they, like, a trashy guy at a bar, like, trying to pick up girls? Like, no, The Players? What? That was bad. Their whole thing was, like... Their whole thing was bad. It was, like, from the 80s, their uniforms and, like, the everything the dugout like, it was it was not good it was worse than actually no let me not lie when i played softball our uniforms were like from the 80s straight up they oh were really like cardboard basically dang and we had this sad little shitty field and we didn't even have a dugout we, we just had two benches on either side of where home plate is and it was like you one team's it's here the other team's it's there and you couldn't even hit a fucking home run because this field was so large there was no boundaries where it ended oh no so like and there weren't like lines or anything 
No, actually, I don't think so. There was like the inner plate, obviously, right? But then like as far as the outfield goes, I don't even, there was like half of a fence on one side because that separated where like one of the soccer fields was. But then the rest was just woods. And I don't know, I guess if you hit it far enough into the trees and you couldn't see the ball, that's when they would count it. Interesting. Hashtag softball. Hashtag never played. All our friends played. That's not true. Well, well it's, our, it's our theory. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I think. Um, no, no, she played. Oh, she did play. Okay, good. For like a week. Well, okay. So intact. our theory is all lesbians have played softball, but not all softball players are lesbians. It's been true so far. Yeah. So far it holds up. Yeah. My work talked about starting a softball team today, and I was like, that could make this bearable. I was like, I play catcher. In second base. Let's you know, work softball teams, I feel like, are really fun because you don't even really play softball. You just, like, drink and then, like, try to hit a ball. Sunflower seeds, too. Very fun. I've never had sunflower seeds. It's such a softball thing. I used to just chew them up and try to hack them as gross as we could. That's all we did when we sat on the bench waiting for people to go up and bat. And then we would just scream at them. I don't think we helped. Like, our... Like, we weren't ever trying, we, we never actually tried to win a game. We just tried to have, to be as obnoxious as possible. <laughs> Which is definitely the rules of softball, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Listen, it was JV. Let's not get crazy. Clearly, uh, Z is still a professional softball player to this day. I could that's be. Your, that's your professional job. I can be a professional dugout person. Like, I don't ever ball actually girl? play... No, I'm just there to shit talk and spit sunflower seeds in the deck. So, like a coach? Yes! Oh my god, yeah, this is perfect. I'm gonna start coaching like Little League or something. That would be so fun. Oh, another interesting factoid is that DB is basically Madison from Double Teamed. Uh, because look alike too. Yeah, they look alike. Um, they're definitely related. They're I feel both like they short. both. They're both short. They both like make like kind of dumb comments and then call them blah for their shit yeah, yeah exactly so, so they're the they're the same person mm-hmm. um we also thought it'd be a fantastic idea for eddie to go on beat bobby fly i can't believe it hasn't been done before like what what are people doing out there yeah i honestly don't know they could make eddie dogs it'd be the it best be episode so of good. tv in history it's like literally so perfect it's literally wrote itself you don't yeah. even have to think about it nope it's insane i'm like still shocked that disney channel got bobby flay to be in this movie though honestly was he not big back then or something i don't know i mean i mean he was big enough knew who he was he was big enough to be on food network obviously let me see when bobby flay started his food networking see it oh he's old now <laughs> bobby flay how old is he no he just looks it oh <laughs> he's 54 uh that's like my parents age my dad's oh so when the dad was freaking out um about the mom cutting her finger uh he we decided that he definitely wasn't at like any of the birds of their children oh because yes he, i remember that he like literally fainted he fainted at like the smallest like drop of blood so and they had three kids. Yeah. Like, he was not there he for was any not there. of that shit. No. We, we just know it. But that scene was so great. I mean, not the part where she cut her finger, but the part where he, like, cooked for the first time. Uh, and he, like, made dinner with all the groceries. Yeah. I want to eat that chicken so badly. It did look really it good. It looks really good. Loop chicken. That's what we should do next. Uh, we should just do a series of cooking from DCOMs. Should we start doing a cooking show? Oh, we could. We, I feel like that would work really well, actually. Yeah, we can start a YouTube channel. It can go, like, adjacent to this. Where we put our camera? We don't even have a camera. 
Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> Where do we put our iPhones? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can buy like tripods. Oh. Okay. Or we could just use our like laptops. Nah, my. I feel like laptops have poopy cameras. Yeah, but I feel like that's part of the charm. It'll be grainy. It'll be like an aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like. I feel like that is our aesthetic. Like just trash. <laughs> trash is that really an aesthetic i feel like it has to be like something and then trash it can't just be like straight trash our aesthetic is just straight trash it's like people are like you're a hot mess and it's like you're not hot you're just a mess that's what we're like those are the vibes we're giving off right now oh okay you asked me if i had home ec at my school and i responded with my school didn't even have ceilings 100 percent true I just don't understand. We just didn't have ceilings. Like, when you walk through the hallways... It's like a roof. It was just exposed piping. It's an aesthetic. It's, it was not an aesthetic. We were just poor. We also didn't have a track. It was just a ring of gravel. Well, I thought you guys were nerds. What yeah, did we were, track for? We were the number one cross-country team and track team in the state. Oh, my God. Oh, but you did you stop running already? No, I ran throughout high school. Oh, I just look at you. I just wasn't good enough. To <laughs> what makes you think I would be fast enough to be on varsity? I, mean, I don't know. I just, I think, is it bas- Oh, it's basketball. You quit after like elementary school, right? Oh yeah, I played in fourth grade. Did not realize it was a contact sport. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, my high school was. Um, you know we. We're interesting because we had like the top floor of the school. We were like a charter school for math and science. And then the bottom two floors were the art school. So maybe the art school had home ec. We, were they like technically the same school? No, we were different schools. In the same building? Yeah. Wild. Yeah, we had a floor. They had two floors. But they also had a middle school. Oh, you know what? Actually... My middle school did that. They um, added a high school to it, which is so fucking weird. Yeah. And then they, like, made, like, the middle school, like, the top floor. Because I guess they decided to take in less students because they were, like, trying to be more specialized to just, like, a technology school versus all the other shit. Interesting. So weird, yeah. My yeah. Friend, one of my friends, like, went there for high school after middle school, and I was like, girl, <laughs> you gotta leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did work out well because like our school could take art classes with them oh that's kind of nice and then like people from the art school could take ap classes right. with us um but that's convenient actually yeah then, no it like worked out on the budget to do it all you can yeah. use resources from the mm-hmm. other yeah that's smart okay uh, i see it so it worked out you know good times the art students and the math students mingling it's like regular old high school musical in here i know that's some high school musical shit right there um another comment that's just so important is that bridget is the best she's just like the best character also those cookies she made looked so they were good. so big and they look so I good no they tasted good we I should also make it. that in our cooking show yes. i feel like half of the stuff in the cooking show is just gonna be from this movie yeah. What 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 other movie are we even like the bread boy movie? Bread boy. Isn't there a movie about a boy and some bread? What? <laughs> I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Bread boy. It's like with the kid from uh. It's like from Ryan with like Ryan from uh Ryan and Sharpay from High School Musical now. Bread boy. Okay, hold up. Continue. <laughs> I'm gonna Google this in the meantime. <laughs> I just. I'm sorry. 
bread play. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, oh, another note that we have is that uh, I can't believe that Eddie couldn't come up with a better name than Incredible Edible Sauce. Like, I hope it's edible. I know. That's like that... Uh, the Adventures that... of Food Boy. Okay, that's, that's not was... a decom. Uh, yeah, you're never right. A okay, you know what? That, I know I called boy? him Bread Boy because he is a toast on the thing. So <laughs> he's I'm a toaster. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to anybody else who's a toaster. Oh, uh, nice. I don't think he has anything to do with bread. I'm just crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but back to incredible edible sauce. Oh, I was saying that this is like where it's like edible. I sure hope it is. It's like that vine where it's like road work ahead. I sure hope it does. <laughs> do you know that vine? No. <laughs> You are so behind on Vine culture. I never even, like, was a part of Vine culture. I mean, I, the only nobody vines I was, knew was because Ellie Tupper told me about oh, them. Because yes. she's like, those shits are so funny. Shout, Shout out, out to Ellie. To Ellie. We love you. <laughs> Ellie definitely doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no. We'll send it to her. You better listen to this, Ellie. Only, like, two of our friends listen to this. Sh- Megan, Shout out to her, too. Megan, you can't tell that to our audience. <laughs> Well, only two of our friends tell us that they listen to it. Yeah, they probably lied, too. Those are our true friends. Thanks, Maddie and Michelle. <laughs> Fuck you, oh, Hans. And, listen to the podcast. And Katie. Katie told me that she listened to it on the bus. Uh, she couldn't hear it because those speakers oh, yeah. are fucked up. Yeah, it's okay. Where were oh, we? what else? Oh, the sauce. The sauce. Yeah. Um, and then Hannah really took one for the team with uh, taking credit for the sauce. Okay, but the like, let's all stop and just... Think about how strange that kid was. There was just a dugout, and yeah. this kid goes into Eddie's bag, takes out a whole jar. Like, this isn't one of those small ones. This is, like, that big sauce jar, you know, mm-hmm. like, the ragu one that's, like, the, like, 24 ounce. That, that big. Pops it open, sticks his hands. He's playing baseball, so they're probably dirty. His yeah. hands into this and starts eating it. What kind and, like, of savagery is that? It's also, like, straight purple goo. So, like, he could have been eating laundry detergent for like, all he knows. Like, that would never occur to me to be like, I'm going to eat this shit. The jar was, like, unlabeled. Like, this could have been the original Tide this Pod. This could have been anything. The original Tide this Pod. This kid was wild. This, he was eating laundry detergent. Fucking insane. Um, oh, but... Good on the team for calling out toxic masculinity. Oh, They're like, my dad's a nurse. My grandfather was a hairdresser. Like, so-and-so's a florist. You yeah. say I run like a girl. Exactly. You know, the team really called them out, really taught them a lesson. Um, everybody oh. learned and grew, and there's just so much character development. I was just so proud of them. I was really proud of them. It was I good. Just, I felt like I was watching them grow up in front of my eyes. I know. I know. Um... But also the scene where the home ec teacher visits um, Eddie's house, like, to try to convince him to do the cook-off, and she brings cookies, like, in her purse, and she just, it. like, and it just, like, seems like she always has them on hand. She like, does. That's gonna be me when I grow up. Um, I'm gonna carry cookies in my purse, but first, I have to start carrying a purse, I guess. Yeah. And no. not, not lose my purse. Oh, yeah. Maybe just... Maybe in my pocket? Yeah, you gotta have some really like deep, really deep, deep pockets, pockets for those the, giant cookies. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, you just have one at a time, just one one cookie. <laughs> one day I will be responsible enough to carry a purse, but I today today is not that day. Yep. Um. Also, so in the final game, they were playing against the Eagles, 
And um, I didn't make the connection between, like, that Eagles team and then, like, the Eagles football team, even though we live in the Philly. Philadelphia Eagles. Um, but I am wearing my Eagles She's shirt. wearing her Eagles shirt, so I guess in this honor. is, like, making amends. Um, I'm 100% a bandwagon fan. I only bought the shirt because they were in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but you lived here, so it's not as bad. Like, if you didn't live here. Yeah, that's true. I guess. You grew up in, like, the, you grew up in, like, Eagles country, too, so you're fine. Yeah, no, like, my whole family is Eagles fans. I just uh, reject the notion of football in every sense. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's not, it's not an Eagles thing. It's a sports thing. Yeah, although when, uh, we did watch, so I, like, have I, like, never watched football, except I did watch the Super Bowl last year because... And they won. And they won. And then I watched the first playoff game because our friend Lisa loves the Eagles, and I was like, I'll watch it for her. Um, And then they won, and I was like, oh, my God, I am good luck. Like, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl because (laughs) of me. I'm going to watch all the games, and then we watched the second playoff game, and they lost. Um, So we're throwing her out now. So I'm sorry. I really thought it was good luck. What is that last bit? Excuse Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember. <laughs> so we wrote down that the trophy for the cook-off, it's like kind of like blue and teardrop shape. It's like a tear. It's like a it's, giant tear. The trophy is made out of Eddie's tears. That's real fucked up. Who said that? Me. That sounds like you. <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, moral of this movie, Disney cured toxic masculinity, but nobody listened. And that's why we still need the Gillette commercial. Um, they, they, did you say they cured it? <laughs> yeah. I think I just called it out. Okay, they called out toxic masculinity. And but no one listened. Nobody watched this movie. <laughs> Not enough people have watched this movie with their parents and then called their parents out. That's true. So if um, everyone in the world were to you watch this movie. Do us a favor and find the youngest person you know. Yeah. And have them watch this movie with someone, just anyone, honestly. Yeah. We would appreciate that. And then there will be no more toxic masculinity. I, well, no, Megan. Let's not simplify it too much. Just do And then the there will part. be less toxic masculinity. Hopefully. There couldn't be more, I don't think. Let's not jinx it here. I'm gonna <laughs> knock on wood. Okay. okay, big reveal. If we could do a drum roll, we would. Maybe I can add in a drum roll later. You can probably add it in. Eddie Ogden is the younger version of Bobby Fly. He's baby Bobby Fly. It's, it's like baby bottle pops, baby bottle pops. Baby Bobby Fly, baby, baby Bobby, Bobby Fly. <laughs> that worked well. Yeah. Um, um, but literally look at a picture of them side by side and you will see what we were talking about. We'll post this on the Instagram. It's actually insane. It's he, literally insane. It took us a while. Like, I don't think we realized it until he, he got to that scene where he... Like said hi to Bobby Flay, yeah, and then we were like, "Oh shit, that me!" It's like that Spider-Man <laughs> meme where they're both pointing at each other. Oh my god, I haven't seen that meme, honestly, but for a different Disney Channel movie, it works here too. Okay, can you guess what other Disney Channel movie I'm gonna use that meme Is it for? The other me. Yes. Classic. Wow. <laughs> so so glad that you, if you didn't get that, we would have had to. I would have had to find a new co-host. I would, have moved <laughs> I would just have to pack my shit up and leave in the like five degree weather. <laughs> Um, so moving into some fun facts, Bobby, Bobby, I can't even say his name, Bobby Flay. Got some flavor, sorry. Bobby Flay has said in a previous show that chocolate chicken was his favorite food, 
And that's what Eddie made in the cook-off. Did he say it in one of the shows that Eddie was watching? Like, when Eddie was watching it? No, like, in real life. What? Yeah. What the fuck, Disney? Disney really did their research. Disney did their research. Yeah. Oh, damn. Fun fact. And that's... How did you... Did you do your research? Uh, I think this is IMDb. Uh, I don't know. I just Googled um, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off fun facts. And unfortunately, not a lot came up. But it's also fun. Yeah. I also Googled Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off quotes. And literally nothing came up ridiculous it's crazy but speaking of quotes oh wait i forgot another fun fact so in this movie there's this song that is like the quintessential like early 2000s like disney channel original movie like it's just i mean it basically could have been sung by hillary duff and we wouldn't yes so true it's a great song um but it was really difficult to find like when you shazam it nothing comes up like that's how obscure the song is but it's called grow by April start. Um, maybe I'll play it right here. I should have been there, should have made it by now. But I'm down on my knees when nobody's around. Yeah, I tried to be strong, but I lost it somewhere. In the midst of a dream, I forgot about reality. And it hit me real hard. Tears make it hard to see. Will I ever get there? Only God knows. Look her up on Spotify. This song is like such a classic. It'll just like really take you back to like your middle school days when you're like, oh my god, I'm so emo and like emotions and like my parents hate me and I don't know. And I just want to cook. They make me play baseball. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All those like middle school feelings, like you're gonna feel them when you listen to this song. Go listen to her. April start. Song is grow. Okay. So, some of our favorite quotes from this movie, and there were so many. Oh my god, you got that one? Yeah. How good. So, Bridget says, is that why people tease me? Because I like to cook? And Miss Hadley says, oh no, dear. There are plenty of other reasons. So good. So savage. She had so many one-liners where she just threw people under the bus, and I was here for it. I also love, I didn't write down this quote, but I just remembered it, where she was, like, talking about, like, we're going to eat, sleep, and breathe cooking, except for on Tuesdays. That's my jazzercise. I I do remember that. I love that quote. Also, uh, I forgot this part until you just mentioned it, but they keep calling her Bridget Simmons, and she keeps going, it's Simons. Like, I don't know who in Disney was like, we need to make sure that makes it into the movie, (laughs) but... And it honestly, been, I could take it. I could leave it. <laughs> didn't ruin the movie. Didn't honestly, really add to anything. I feel like that should be like a meme. It's Simon's. It does feel like a memeable moment. Yeah. Um, another good quote. Well, a questionable quote, but I put it in here anyway. DB says to Bridget, "Somebody should have signed up for Get a Life 101." Ooh, burn. I mean, as far as Disney burns go, I guess that's a burn. Yeah. And then, like, Bridget has some like, good response where she's like, get a life 101. That's real funny. I'm going to, like, cut you up. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> okay. she, ba- right. Bridget, no, Bridget. Ended, you should this joke. 
No, I'm okay. Bridget literally was trying to cut a bitch, but she used some I fancy know. term that I can't remember right now. Bridget's always trying to cut a bitch. It's like some fancy term for like she's gonna like fillet him or something. I don't know. Oh okay. yeah, and then and then uh, Mrs. Oh Sorry. yeah, uh, Miss Hadley told said Bridget stop scaring the students and me. I miss Bridget. Yeah. I know she hasn't gone anywhere. But I know. I tried to find her on Instagram, but she's just like nowhere. It would be so bitchy. I would love it. I, I miss need, her. I don't need the actual actor's Instagram. I need her as Bridget's yeah. Instagram. Maybe we can find her. Okay. And then the most iconic quote from this movie. You gotta say it exactly like she does. Ready? Can you saute, fricassee, cleave, fold, mince, scald, cream, reduce, extract, whip, and flambe? Dropping bars, Megan. <laughs> That was the hardest you've ever gone. I'm just going to go ahead and say Thank that. you. I tried so hard. I almost lost it at the end, but I think you, I kept it together. It yeah, you I kept it back. together. It's good. It's good. Okay, so where are they now? All these incredible actors. I'm surprised that they're not all winning Oscars. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not push it. Okay, so Riley oh, McCoy. Riley McClendon, uh, who played DB, he now looks like somebody who should play, like, an attractive murderer on Lifetime. Are you saying that he looks like Zac Efron as Ted Bundy? No, like, not as attractive. Like, so you know the Lifetime movies where it's, like, you immediately know that, like, something is off with them? Yes. They're but, so like, good at that. And then you just spend oh, an hour and a half. Oh yeah, doesn't I totally see it. Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah. like, skinned your cat. But, like, you yeah. didn't know it. But, like, you, like, kind of knew but, like, it. like, a little charmed like, by him. didn't know. You yeah. Know he's done some shady shit. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So accurate. He's so fucking Irish looking. He what is so Irish. Riley, <laughs> Riley McClendon. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize how have, Irish he is. He should have been the star of Luck of the Irish. Yeah, I know. Instead of uh, uh, Ryan Merriman. I guess he's, he's, like... That's pretty Irish. That's though. kind of Irish, yeah. yeah. But this kid's name, ridiculous. I was like, yeah. he looks so Irish. I feel like it would only be, like, more Irish if his name was, like, Seamus. I know. <laughs> oh, I knew a Seamus McLaughlin in high school. Oh, so seriously? Irish. Seamus's are the most Irish people. He looked so confirmed. Irish. It was insane. Uh, so then Rose MacGyver, um, like we said, she stars in the CD- CW show I Zombie, and she's also she's, a princess. She's the girl from the A Christmas movie Prince. We watched. Yeah, A Christmas oh, Prince. Oh shit! Incredible movie. So you know what? Her aesthetic, I still am a fan of. I can one hundred percent guarantee that if you love Disney Channel original movies. As a child, you now love Hallmark and Netflix Christmas movies. It's just a fact. It's the same thing. It's like a continuation, basically. It's like it's like the kind of more adult version of a Disney Channel original movie. But like, still very surface level. Like so, you don't so have to worry. it's so cheesy, but it's just so enjoyable. And like, who doesn't want a journalist from New York to accidentally it's, it's be like, mistaken like for Disney a tutor? Bots, right. It's like yeah. that, and the like. Oh, like we look exactly alike. Let's swap places. Like it's exactly. literally the same shit. But like, who doesn't want to become a princess? And who doesn't want to watch a movie about somebody becoming a princess? I think the watching movie part's better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So go check her out in A Christmas Prince, and then the A Christmas Prince sequel because it was such a hit. The first one. The second one was even better because there was all that scandalous diplomacy. Oh right! I fell asleep during it. <gasps> Gasp. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have I'll to, to say watch yes, it. But I guess, right? <laughs> Um, and then, oh yeah, I said that Taylor Ball, who played Eddie, had to go back to the past where he came from so he could grow up to become Bobby Fly. Baby Bobby Fly. It's, Baby. I'm like, a movie. I'm like 100% convinced that Taylor Ball is literally like 
a younger version of Bobby Fly who like traveled it's to the future. Bobby Fly's love child that you didn't tell any of us about. Like a love child with himself because he they're just close. He just he like butted though. You he know how- oh it was in like uh, the new Jurassic World movie where the girl ends up just being a clone of her mother. Like it's not like her mother. It's just like a clone. Oh, it's like Reese Witherspoon. Did you see her daughter? <gasps> yes, they look exactly the same. It's, it's crazy. crazy. And her mom does too. They just butted. Yeah. They just like, blink. And then there was another <laughs> one of them. There were no other genes mixed in. Oh, man. Um, so, Mark L. Taylor, who plays the dad, uh, he was recently in How to Get Away with Murder. Um, he's so goofy looking. How, what scene would he even play in How to Get he Away was, with Murder? I'm pretty sure he was in the first season, but I can't remember. That's the only season I watched, and I can't remember... Me neither. I watched the first and the second season, and I don't know. Um, but his best role to date is definitely still Mr. Fulton in High School Musical too. And we saved uh, the best for last, um, and by the best I mean the worst, because Orlando Brown was recently charged with crystal meth, crystal meth possession, oh, shit, and really? domestic violence against his girlfriend. Um, he learned absolutely nothing from this movie. Orlando Brown, toxic masculinity is not okay. Oh, no. It's not okay. Um, so. Look at his mugshot. Look at oh, that yeah. terrible ass tattoo he has. It's just, it's real bad. So, I mean. What the fuck, Orlando Brown? I don't fuck with him. I'm just like, you know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed, yeah. This is some bullshit. Okay, and now for your alternate ending. What was it? Um... Oh, yes, I remember this. Okay. So, you guys know Tyler Perry movies, how Tyler Perry is every character in the movie, and then he also dresses himself in, like, the couple scenes. So, this movie, Bobby Flay is all of the characters in the movie, except for Bobby Flay, where he plays himself. Mic drop. Oh, and wasn't there another character that wasn't going to be played by Bobby Flay? Was it Bridget? Or Bridget. No, he would have been funny as Bridget. I think he it was would, the dad. I think it was the dad, yeah. Because Bobby Flay wouldn't fuck around with that toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's quote what I said. <laughs> so now you know. Yeah. So if you rewatch this movie, I need you to remember that while you're watching this movie. Also, I don't know if we've stated this as a podcast, but you should really go watch all these movies after we're done because it's a little yeah. disjointed otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you wouldn't be listening. Well... I take that back. You remember them from your childhood. I was going to say you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't watch uh, Disney Channel original movies, but um, Maddie listens. So. And no, she, Maddie doesn't watch movies. Maddie, um, we're just going to go on. Maddie, we're calling you out. With that being said, I feel like we should end the podcast here. Yeah, this here. really got off the rails. We apologize. Uh, but if you enjoyed this podcast, which I can't imagine how you would... <laughs> Uh, make sure to like and subscribe and leave a review. Um, we only have one review right now. Make sure it's like five stars, though. Yeah. Don't like. If you are gonna give us anything less than five stars, just don't. Don't leave. It. Don't leave. A we, review. We're doing pretty well right now, and we don't want you to ruin our sample size. Exactly. Um, also, go make some Eddie dogs, and don't like waste all the ingredients like we do. And follow us on Instagram at bomb.decoms. Um, we'll be posting pictures probably of like things that we talked about in this episode so that you guys can follow along and feel like you're here with us you don't want to be but you can feel like it's even better actually yeah definitely better yep okay bye bye guys